I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> allergies. Mm. I'm not crying because of the pain. I'm crying because of the emotion. <sighs> and we're live. Oh, my God. And we're back. All right. Let's try this again. <laughs> I'm excited because today's episode <laughs> is sponsored by Merrick Health. There we go. Did I get that right? Uh, this time, I think you yeah. got it right this time. <laughs> there we go. That's Jeez. how excited you are, though. Jesus. <laughs> well, it's a pain in the ass, you know, getting your, uh, not just getting your blood work done, but having someone kind of translate it for you. So I'm excited that we're teaming up with Merrick Health because they're going to be able to help a lot of the listeners of this show. I know people want to be jacked. They want to be tan. They want to be in better shape. They want to be stronger. And a lot of times you're going to find a lot of answers uh, with your blood work. So. If you're somebody that's been considering, uh, you know, getting on hormone replacement therapy or you're somebody that just wants looking to just increase your athletic performance or you just maybe like the last couple of weeks or months, you haven't been feeling great. Um, it could be because your vitamin D levels are low or it could be uh, for a bunch of various reasons uh, that getting this particular blood work will uncover. So. Check out Merrick Health. It's going to help a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's at MerrickHealth.com slash Power Project. Uh, you guys will see the Power Project panel. This is a panel of, I think, over 26 different labs. Um, this is stuff that they customize together with our input. We got the panel and we're like, ah, we kind of want to move some things around. And, um, you know, again, it, it was a long process. It took a lot longer than we expected, but we wanted to get it right. And we wanted to get it right for you guys at an awesome price. Uh, again, MerrickHealth.com slash Power Project. You'll see the Power Project bundle. It's male or female. And um, load that up into your cart and at checkout, enter promo code Power Project to save $101. Again, this is a an amazing panel, an amazing deal. You're not going to find a more comprehensive panel at a better price anywhere uh doesn't matter where you go but yeah anyways uh americhealth.com slash power project yeah and they're not just testing your blood and kicking you out they're going to explain to you what everything means they're going to go over it with you and uh, come up with the best plan to fix uh whatever might be like off or low in your system Mm -hmm. and the cool thing is like and this is why we're talking about this right now it's like there's a lot of things that can be adjusted with your diet and your lifestyle like you don't have like HRT is cool, but it doesn't need to be your first resort. Examples like when I was um bad idea to have it your first resort. Yeah, you're not sleeping well, and you're gonna jump right on that. Like, oh. easy fix is go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I think I think the biggest the, the biggest culprit I can think of was when, back in 2015 when I was prepping. Um, my fats were really low, and although I was I was pretty lean, like I was like I was at single digit body fats for a while, but even when I was at like 9% and right now I'm at like 8%, right? But at the time when I was 9%, 8%, 7%, I didn't have a libido. Like my, my, my sex drive was noticeably dampened. Let me just be real here. My, my, my dick wouldn't work in the times <laughs> when it needed to. And I've That's never gone worst. through that. Yeah. I've never dealt with that in my entire life. Right. Um, my libido was tanked and even post prep, my libido took a while to come back because I was on such low fats for such a long time. Uh, and uh, because of that, I can probably also safely assume I didn't get blood work done at the time, but my test also tanked because we know how big of an effect fats can have on your testosterone level. We've had multiple mm-hmm. podcasts where we've had guests talk about that. Um, and if I just maybe dieted on higher fats, even though I looked healthy, everything would have also been right underneath the hood. And I think that's why blood work is so important because even though you might look the part, there might be some stuff going on underneath that you don't even realize until 
it's too late. Remember Vigorous Steve? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a lot of great information for us. I, I think, you know, we're training, we're doing all these things, and we're taking supplements, and we really don't know. It's just a shot in the dark. And uh, so to get some blood work done, to kind of look under the hood and, and see what's going on, um, it gives you a lot better idea and perspective on what you should be doing next. There's been times in my life where I've just been like flat out overtrained. Um, and I mm. would go and get my blood work done and my liver panels would be crazy. And my uh, C-reactive protein, which is a marker of your cardiovascular health, like that would be just whacked out. And so I, I was like, oh shit, well, let me figure out you know, how to get that better. And then in talking to uh, Stan Efforting, at the time, I didn't have a company like Merrick Health to help me. In communicating with someone like Stan, Stan's like, well, just relax a little bit. You, it's probably just because you like to train. It's like, you know, get the get the test again and, uh, you know, don't make sure you don't work out like an animal the same day you get your blood work done or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe the, even the day before don't train. And then I would get it checked and then it was better. But like, what an awesome thing to like, know that you can control these variables by sleeping better, uh, by maybe paying attention a little bit more to how you're training and not overdoing it, staying hydrated, uh, all these various things. And I, I've been very fortunate um, to be able to like get some of the blood work done, discover some of these things, see that my cholesterol is messed up or triglycerides, whatever it might be, and start to take action. And to, you know, get help and to have somebody kind of guide me through because I don't know how to, you know, I know a lot about nutrition. I know a lot about supplementation, but I don't know how to reverse some of these different diseases or uh, to change my blood work, you know, uh, move my blood work in a different direction. And so it's important that you got someone kind of guiding you through it. Yeah. We don't all have a stand after day in our back pocket. No. <laughs> yeah. And then just because somebody had asked, I want to clarify and I keep forgetting it's, you know, MerrickHealth.com. So M-A-R-E-K health.com slash power project. But one of the things that I, I love about being able to get our blood work done right now is, um, all right, you can look around and be like, okay. in, in a, amongst a group of people, like who's going to be the healthiest, um, you know, and in most cases, like in our circles, like it's going to be us. But if somebody were to ask like, oh, but like, you know, are you really healthy though? Like, where's your cholesterol? I get that all the time. Exactly. Like, uh, are you sure you should be eating all that protein? You know, like <laughs> those questions. And Sim was rolling his eyes because we hear that a lot. And it's like, oh, you should have protein, but not that much. It's like red meat, though. Not even just protein. Don't have red meat. meat. My doc. Ooh, I have a story. Okay, so now. Because we got our labs done and, you know, in my case, my dad has high cholesterol, according to the doctors. And so now I have to write that in my history form. My health history is like high cholesterol runs in my family. I got my labs done and holy shit, my cholesterol is in great shape right now. And I eat a a lot of protein, eat a lot of red meat. And it's like now I can point to this and be like, yeah, fam, like this is what I do. And then here's the results. I'm not going to flip anybody off. (laughs) But here's proof that, like, hey, according to what I feel to be true, it, you know, this is my truth that this is the healthy, this is the healthiest I've ever been. But also because of if you want to rely on the science or you want like papers to prove that I am healthy, like here you go. Mm-hmm. No, you know that's that's the case. So the funny thing is that I went to my doctor because I was getting a the the checkup on my foot again, um, 
and uh, they they want the records of my blood work, so I brought those so that they could have that, right? And when we had our first conversation, when I first met him, you know, we were, he was talking about my diet, and he was like, you know, just going over general health things. I was like, I eat, I told him I eat a lot of red meat. He's like, uh, you probably don't want to be eating that much red meat. It's probably not that good for you. You know, you got to be careful about your cholesterol. Plus, you're you're a big guy. He he assumed I was taking drugs and some shit, which I'm not. But he, he's like, you want to be careful with all the stuff, right? Anyway, I was like, all right, I brought my blood work. I like that your doctor's like, <sighs> bro, doing a natty. You're not. I'm sorry. When I was when I was 18 years old, my doctor back then, his name's Doc. I, I loved the guy too, but he was like, he's like, so when Sema, you're you're pretty heavy. Um, just want to make sure everything good, man. I'm like, yeah, everything's good. He's like, uh, you taking anything? I should be aware of. I'm like, what do you mean, doctor? He's like, well, if you are on anything, you know, you can let me know, right? I was like. No, Doc, I'm not on anything. Are you sure? Wow. <laughs> he's like, are you sure? Awesome. I was like, no. That's so cool. Anyway. I mean, it sucks for him, but. <laughs> to the present, this new doctor, I brought my blood work in and he took, a, he took a look at my cholesterol numbers, by the way, which are all great. Everything is great. Everything is healthy. I eat a lot of red meat, a lot of eggs. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, he almost had, like, had a heart attack because he, <laughs> he didn't understand how everything could be so good with the way that I was eating which I eat steak every day. I eat eggs almost every day. I eat very high fats, right? Um, but it was very, also, it felt very good for me to understand that, like, I am in a place where I look good, but also because of a lot of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast and the way we eat, everything under the hood is moving the way it should. When my uh, journey first started, when I first started to look at blood work, which was a couple of years back now, um, my blood work was a complete mess. Um, I even had, I've even had high blood pressure, um, and all kinds of things going on. My triglycerides were high. My, uh, bad cholesterol was high. My good cholesterol was really low. Um, we've had people on the show talk a lot about cholesterol and how, you know, cholesterol is not, you know, just, it's not the only marker, not the only indicator of your heart health. Mm -hmm. Um, however, it makes sense to kind of keep an eye on it, especially if you have pre-existing conditions and so forth. Um, but like, I, you know, I, I didn't really know like that I would be able to make such drastic changes. I knew that losing some weight would help. I knew that, you know, eating better than the way that I was eating when I was, um, uh, powerlifting, uh, would help quite a bit, but I really didn't know. And then on top of that, for me being a person using performance enhancing drugs for many, many years, I think you have a I think you have a tendency to undersell like you know what these drugs can do and how dangerous they can actually be because when you get your blood work back and you're like oh shit okay I'm in some trouble you kind of lie to yourself you're like I'll get my diet straightened out and I'll I'll do this better on A B and C but I'm still going to take the same shit or I'll just take a little bit less then you go back and get your blood work checked again and it's like it improved, but it didn't improve nearly as much. Mm. And then you can kind of figure out for yourself. It's up to each person, like, you know, how much and how long do you want to roll the dice for? It's kind of, it's kind of up to you. For me, I was like, you know what? I need to make a change. I need to make a change. I need to make a change. Every time I got my blood work done, I was like, ah, I could do better. I could do better. I could do better. And so it is kind of led me to where I am now, which is just a you know, hormone replacement therapy. Uh, dosage and when I get my blood work back uh, the cholesterol the triglycerides uh, even like my my blood pressure is even sometimes my blood pressure is kind of low and they're like this is like this is different than where I was a few years back so Hmm. there's been a lot of uh, 
a lot of great changes uh, in that. I would also mention, though, I don't want to oversell this to people. I don't want to say, uh, hey, I feel way better and stuff. I've, I've always felt really good mm. and I continue to feel really good. But I do think I personally think that I avoided some pretty bad disaster because not only was my uh, lipid profile all fucked up and my blood pressure was high, but my uh, my um, fasted glucose and things like that were, were fairly high. So like almost pre-diabetic. So it's like that is a really bad spot to be in from all the information that we learn on this show about heart health and stuff. It's like that that is a that is a great recipe to die young that's a great recipe to have uh some sort of heart issue so i'm i'm happy that i learned all the stuff i learned years ago um and i'm grateful that i have someone like stan efforting in my back pocket but yeah. as you guys mentioned not everybody has uh, access to that but now now you do you know with uh uh, the company that we teamed up with, we're very, very confident these these people are going to give you guys uh, the help that you need. I've already been through the process with them. I've gotten blood work from them. Um, they have read my blood work. They translated it all for me. They told me what the plan is coming up next. I received pharmaceuticals from them. <laughs> I utilized them. Um, that seems to be working well. And even from that, even from that point, I got subsequent blood work done, and things seem to all be heading in the right direction. Yeah, when you mentioned, um, you know, you were able to kind of avoid some serious issues. Um, to this day, I mean, Sarmageddon was over two years ago now, and I still get flooded in my DMs from questions about that series. Um, and I always talk about like, yeah, get your blood work done, get your blood work done. Now it's cool that I have it like here, get your blood work done here. You know, they'll take care of you. Mm -hmm. But one of the things, and I love Tony huge, um, no disrespect to him or not bashing him, but had I followed what he told me to do, like I might've messed myself up pretty bad. Um, so, so the, um, uh, let's see. I, I I did Austrian for I think it was fourteen weeks, which was just too long. Like the uh, normal standard, I think is like twelve weeks. So I went a couple extra weeks, and I was supposed to ride that right into a more potent SARM, like right after. But I got my blood work done, thank goodness, and I checked some of the numbers. And I don't know too much, but at that time I was kind of like studying a lot of stuff with blood work, so I could see like right out the gate, like that does not look good. You know, that looks pretty bad. And I had Mike Mutzel kind of interpret it for me. And he's just like, yeah, it's not good. He's like, you're fine. He's like, but he's like, you know, you need to work on some things now. But because I got my labs done, I was able to like make the smart conscious decision to be like, I need to stop taking these supplements or what PDs, whatever you want to call them, because my labs look pretty upside down right now. Um, I talked about it with vigorous Steve, but I, I can't remember all the ins and outs of what happened, but my good cholesterol was terrible. My bad cholesterol was way high. Um, triglycerides, testosterone was plummeted. You know, a lot of things changed and I would not have known because I felt fine in that moment. I felt good. I mean, I was, I was on a performance enhancing drug. Like I was stronger. I was feeling awesome. And then I looked at the labs and I'm like, ooh, like, damn, maybe I shouldn't be, you know, shouldn't be taking this stuff anymore. So I think because of that, I was able to kind of avoid some of the things like Mark just said. You know, I was able to kind of skate by and be okay. And, you know, the, the thing is, is like uh, for a lot of people, uh, not, not trying, there's no, not trying to scare people. But, you know, sometimes it is easier, like 
no matter if you're doing a nutritional protocol and you're feeling all right, or if you're on something, sometimes it is easier to just not look under the hood because you just Mm. don't want to see, you don't want to, you don't want to see what's going on. Sometimes some people don't even want to. Um, But the thing is, it's like, especially I'd imagine if you are using like, if you're using stuff like they're not chemicals, what's the, what's the, whatever, if you're using drugs, you know, like mm-hmm. these are, this is chemistry going on. Right. And when I hear people talk about some stuff, I'm just like, how can you just say, do this, do this, mm-hmm. do this? Like there are all these interactions, something's going up, something's coming down, yeah. something else is going up. It, it, it's not that simple. Right. So if you, if you're choosing to do that, you better be sure that everything's going to be as, I know a guy, I'm not, I'm not going to say his name, but I know a guy that was, uh, he, he did some stuff, but for after he came off for two years, he said he didn't have a sex drive for two years. Ouch. Right. That's a long ass time. That's, That's a, a long, long time. time. And then it slowly came back, mm-hmm. but it took a while. And th- those aren't the, now he's back to normal, but those aren't the things that you want to have to deal with. You know what I mean? You don't want to have You're just to. You're thinking I want my arms to be a little bit bigger. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you think I want my arms and shoulders to be a little bit bigger. Yeah. You're not thinking of the uh, of the of the repercussions, you know, and there's <clears throat> there's ways of doing these things safely to where you don't have to end up with, uh, you know, end up with a situation like that. But you can also like I think a great place to start for most people is just to get your blood work checked and then to kind of go from there. Like if you're trying to make really really uh trying to really really make big changes with your physique i think a great place to start is with getting some blood work done Mm -hmm. and take a look and see maybe because maybe you've tried before maybe you have messed around with different diets messed around with some different protocols um but you're just struggling you're having a hard time another great place uh to start for you know, people that are a little older, people that are in their 40s and people that are in their 50s is same thing. Like if you just don't feel the same way you did when you're young, there's uh, there's remedies for that. There's situations where you can like just get your blood work done. You can look into it. You can make whatever decision you want from there, whether you want to try to do it naturally with vitamins and minerals and getting better sleep and having better um, a better nutrition plan. You know, or you can go a pharmaceutical route where you utilize some uh, some hormones to boost you up. The word I was looking for was pharmaceuticals. pharmaceuticals. Yeah, that was what I was like. pharmacology, pharmacology, the mm-hmm. pharmacology of it all. But I mean that that's one thing I want to I want to like mention, guys. Like um, some of these things could be as simple if you're not feeling the best. It could be as simple as like you're not intaking enough fat and you're not getting enough sleep. Because like the reason why my libido went away for such a period of time was because I was eating 30 to 35 grams of fat for weeks. Right. And again, yeah, your the- body's like, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Let's not focus on reproduction. Let's like, uh, just conserve energy, Survive. Yeah. conserve energy. Like every, like I was feeling like crap. And even when I came back to normal and I'll start eating more fat, it took me a while to get that back. Nowadays, since I am high fat, and I like I'm just as lean. I don't feel I don't feel bad anymore because my fat's where it should be, my sleep's where it should be, everything's good. And I think Andrew, you like I think every time when you're like I don't have good energy, you can usually link it back. <laughs> yeah, you just tell me, tell me. Well, yeah, I mean, because so again, being uh, you know somebody who's still inexperienced with everything, not I mean I'm I'm coming around, right? I'm getting some, some experience, but um. I would talk to Ensema about my diet and be like, dude, I'm hitting my macros. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm not feeling too good. Or I'm sorry, hitting my calories. Um, 
you know, limit. And then he'd ask me about my fat intake and I'd be like, uh, it's pretty low right now. And then like how low? And then I wouldn't track and then I would track and I'd find out I'm having like 25 grams <laughs> of fat for like God. probably like, you know, like two weeks straight. Ouch. And then I would come to and see him and be like, bro, dude, like I'm just, man, I hit a wall or something. I'm maybe I'm training too much or like, I'm not getting good sleep. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then again, how much fat are you eating? I'm like, Oh, that's right. And it's just funny. It's just one of those things where it's like, I, I know the answer, but because it's, I just need somebody to tell me, but no, I, I absolutely feel it when I don't have enough fat. And because of the foods that I like to eat, my dumb ass will under eat fat often. You know, we, we like Piedmontese and Flat iron steak and bavette steaks are my absolute favorite, and they don't have that much fat, but they have a lot of protein, and I do get very full, so I'm satiated. But again, under ribeyes, I know I need to, I need to get some of those ribeyes. Oh, the tomahawk! But like, yeah, because of that, I would hit that wall pretty hard, and then Nsima just points it out every time, like, "Well, where's your fat?" And I'm like, "Dude, leave me alone." Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, getting the right amount of fat or getting not eating enough fat really messes me up. Has there been anything uh, alarming uh, from either one of you guys with your blood work? Uh, not or, or just to, that you were like, oh, I think I can maybe work on bringing that up more, or hmm. uh, I'm going to make this change and see if this would help with whatever thing showed up in your blood. Um, I, I just I, I was surprised, like um, since we had. Um, uh, the the dentist vitamin D yeah Joel uh, yeah uh, what I forget Doctor Gold Doctor Gold there you go yeah. um he had right he heard how much vitamin D I was taking and was like dude you're taking way too much you need to cut back you know he basically told me to get get off of it completely for like two weeks get back on to only like ten thousand IU's um mm-hmm. per day uh I I I went off completely I did the ten thousand for like a couple days and I just just one of those things, you know, you don't really feel the difference. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't take it. So I, c- I haven't been taking it at all. And in my labs, it showed that my vitamin D was actually still very high. Mm-hmm. So I, this isn't like the, what you had asked, but it's just something that really caught my attention. Yeah. I was like, Whoa, like, wait a second. Like I expected that to be very low. Mm-hmm. So that surprised me that my vitamin D level was still very high. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't know about you and Seema. Yeah. Do you, do you get some decent sun? I mean, I, I, I try to. I don't think I do, though. I, I feel like... You get, like, 20 minutes a day, maybe? 10 minutes a day? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I'll go for a walk here at work and mm-hmm. then try to get another walk before we, um, you know, go to sleep. But um, I haven't been going out of my way to get extra sun. Right. And I, I feel like I, if you were to ask me before I got my labs done, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be deficient in vitamin mm-hmm. D because I'm not taking enough. Or I'm not taking any, and I'm not getting enough throughout the day. Consume dairy all the time. Well, there you go. See, that's shit I didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Greek yogurt. Uh, yeah, <laughs> almost, I don't know if there's I like said almond milk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's like profound uh, <laughs> amounts of uh, vitamin D like left intact in dairy, but from my mm-hmm. understanding is that there's some in there, and then um, I think there's like uh, I think you know you eat a variety of food, mm-hmm. so. I just think for most people that eat like a, a variety of, of healthy foods, mm-hmm. a variety of whole foods, there's not a ton to worry about when it comes to uh, kind of their vitamins and stuff. Yeah. But that's another thing, you know, it's like um, we talk about the importance of vitamin D and I, you know, walk the walk and 
I felt almost like, um, like, oh, dude, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not getting enough vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the other side of it could have been like I could have been taking something and gone to the extreme and, you know, kind of been wasting money at that point. Now, they can even tell, like, in your sleep, they can even kind of, uh, they'll have an idea whether you have sleep apnea and all kinds of things because they'll yeah. see your red blood cell count mm. uh, be higher. <laughs> so they, I mean. Thanks for bringing that up. That's actually my number one thing right there. Well, there you go. Yeah, is the the my hematocrit. Mm-hmm. It was high before I took anything, and it's was really high when I started taking stuff. Right. So, um, that could be due to like sleep apnea, of course. Right. You know. So that it's funny because um, you know, it's kind of like what cyclists try to do. They try to get their the hematocrit mm-hmm. high so they can do more. But right. I'm like, fuck, where where's it at? Like, it's not kicking in for me. Right. Like, get me on a row or the assault bike, and I'm like crashing within <laughs> five seconds. It's tough. So I'm curious, like, uh, what what EPO actually does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I mean, if that's the goal, it's like, well, dude, I should be Lance Armstrong right now. Yeah, you're like mine, mine's high. One ball and all. One ball. And all. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so a few things that I was surprised with, nothing was, nothing was crazy out. I was expecting my testosterone to be higher, but my total testosterone ended up being 650, no, 639. And then my free testosterone was 16.5 nanograms per deciliter. Mm. And the optimum range was 20 to 25 nanograms per deciliter. Now, by the way, like apparently your levels are higher in the morning and they go down during the day. I'm pretty sure I got my blood drawn around like... Mm. 1 p.m. By the um, way, anybody that wants to take this clip, please do so and make a Natty or Not video on him. Ready? You won't. <laughs> but literally everything, like everything was good. He did <laughs> suggest that I supplement boron um, because of my SHBG. So like he mentioned that they're like borons and raisins and dates, but then I can also take a boron supplement. And one thing that we laughed about was the prolactin. Yes. Okay. My prolactin, the optimum range is apparently uh, less than 10 nanograms per milliliter um and i was far above range apparently at the time i was at 20.4 right and (laughs) he said that there are a few things that may cause uh, uh, like high prolactin Mm -hmm. and um one of those things (laughs) was obviously smoking a bit right Mm -hmm. so i do smoke a bit not a crazy amount i smoke a bit but then he's like then (laughs) they didn't know but they're like are you aware of something called kratom (laughs) and both andrew and i started laughing because we're like yeah we love kratom anyway there's nothing dangerous about having Mm -hmm. high prolactin especially i wasn't like excessively high um but he was like "Uh, it might just be something just to understand but Mm -hmm. i even asked so do you think i should what should i smoke less or take less kratom he's like no not really um if you find that it's not affecting you at all and you're you're fine it will have no negative effects but this is just the gen the levels that we see people at the levels where you're currently at so that was really it everything else though was good i should be mentioning too there's other things that you can take that aren't um even in the steroid realm there's many many compounds that you can be so Again, an advantage, uh, this is a half an hour plug of Merrick Health, I guess, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But another advantage of being teamed up with people like this is that if you had prolactin levels that were causing you some sort of issue, sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, gynecomastia can come from that. I do think that sometimes there can be uh, sexual issues with with having high prolactin levels. Um, But there's things that can be prescribed to you that can assist with even just that. Um, 
maybe you don't really care to be on like testosterone. Maybe you don't care to get like, uh, you know, big and jacked, but maybe you just want some of your, uh, levels of some other things to be optimized and you want things to just be heading in the right direction. I mean, they can prescribe all kinds of stuff. Um, I know that we kind of are mainly talking about, um, TRT, hormone replacement therapy, trying to keep those levels optimal. But if you need the statin, if you needed, uh, it's my understanding that they can prescribe just about anything uh, that's needed in accordance to how your blood work turns out. They're not going to prescribe you stuff that you don't need. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to give suggestions and say, hey, like, let's just start taking all these different pharmaceuticals and see what happens. They're doing it based off of what is actually going on in your blood. And like you pointed out, like Andrew pointed out, you can't really hide. You know, you can like, Try to not tell the doctor. You can give them as little information as you want, but when they see your blood, they're going to be able to tell a lot about you. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that you mentioned that's so key right there is this: like, you might get go get blood work done somewhere, and if you don't have somebody to actually analyze it the right way, there might be something that you see and you're like, oh, like there might be some oh, doom yeah, and gloom, yeah. especially if somebody doesn't understand contextually what you are. So, like certain levels um, on my on my thing, like if they were somewhere, they could tell. Okay, so you you are an athlete. You do a lot of work. Maybe that's why this 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 isn't as high. But maybe on weeks that you're you know you're feeling good or whatever, this might be high. They could they could contextualize everything based off of I'm an I, I'm I'm an athlete that does a lot of work. So maybe this is where it is. Or I take kratom, right? And I smoke every now and then. So they could say so that's not something to worry about. Um, but in other situations, like there was a cancer screening on there, and I'm I'm good. Right. But these are things that you don't want to find out later by accident. I think a, an interesting and he, like an interesting thing is you heard of what, what happened to Mark Lobliner recently. Mm. Um, he had like a uh, it was a benign tumor tumor, but they had to like cut it out and remove it. Right. And it was like a freckle that he got like looked at more or something like that. Yeah. Right. And it turned out it was, it was cancerous. Cancerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. had to get that shit removed. Only reason I'm mentioning that is because like if he didn't see that, that may have turned into something else. And when I saw I didn't even realize that this had a cancer screening until I got my results. When I saw that, I'm like, number one, I'm happy I'm good. But number two, this is something important that it could literally save a lot of people's lives because some like. They've had situations, they said, that they've, they've had to have that talk with somebody like, hey, this is here. Let's not be too alarmed. This is how we're going to deal with it. And you want to know that. You don't right. want to find that surprisingly one day and it, it, it's too far gone. So interesting. The internet just died out of nowhere. So anyways. Hmm. But um, one hmm. thing also about like, again, kind of going back to Sarmageddon, but like it's, it's hard to tell somebody like, hey, if, if everything's going well right now, get your blood work. And then if you're going to hop on something, get your blood work, you know, to tell somebody like you're going to have to keep doing this over and over and over and over. Now it's a lot more affordable, but what I was going to say is like, in SEMA, like you're, you are totally healthy right now mm-hmm. and you still got pretty excited to get your blood work done. Um, so I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but like when my son turns 18, I kind of want to get his blood work done. Like, I don't know if that's a weird like if I don't want like, you know, CPS coming down on me or something, you know, like you took how many vials of blood out of him, but I don't know. What do you guys think? No, I think it'd be great for people to get their blood work done kind of regularly. You know, I've mentioned, we mentioned this before on the show where, you know, you go to the dentist, you know, twice a year. Mm. It's pretty common for most people. Um, 
at least here in the United States, people that have uh, the health care that they need. But for some reason, when it comes to the doctor, you know, never see the doctor. You never, like, I don't even know, like, for example, with me, I barely even know who my, like, primary doctor is, you I know? I currently don't have one. Yeah, and it's just, <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. But, you know, I'm investigating my health, at least on my own, and mm-hmm. at least I, you know, have, um, I'm looking at my blood, and I'm looking at some of these things, but most people are just going uh, through day by day, just kind of sweeping their health underneath the rug. Oh, I'll get to training some other time. I'll get to, mm. oh, I'll make my diet, you know, better, you know, next week or next month or next year. Who knows how long uh, they uh, prolong it for. But, <clears throat> it, you know, it's um, it's something that will catch up to you over a period of time. And I think getting your blood work done is, is a, is a great place for people to start. And you mentioning, you know, getting it done for your son. It's like, that's actually really cool because mm-hmm. when he's like 30 or 40, you know, or however old he is, when he figures out that he wants to maybe do it again, he could have record of what it was like when he was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None of us have that. No, I, I wish. Well, actually, I, might have some, but I, wish. I mean, you're fairly young, but mm-hmm. You know, people are like, oh, I, I, you know, I wish I wish I felt the way I did when I was in my 20s. Mm. Well, imagine having that record of, oh, that was kind of like the, the reason why I felt that way is right here on this paper. Yeah. So that's a good, a, a great thing to do. And you know exactly what you need to change. This is like, this is actually very big because, again, when you change dietary protocols, that could very well change how you feel. And then if you can understand what change you made, you can be like, oh, so I chose to remove red meat out of my diet, got my blood work done. I'm actually deficient in this. Maybe I should bring a little bit of that back in or maybe I should supplement something so I could feel that way because now I don't feel as good. Mm -hmm. Right. You can actually pinpoint what it is because a lot of people kind of just, I wouldn't necessarily call the game Russian roulette, but they kind of just, yeah, darts. They play darts with what's going on with them. Like, oh, all right, let me increase my vitamin D. Okay. I don't feel different. Let me maybe start taking some iron supplements. I don't feel different. You, you don't know. Right. But with this, like you, they give you ideas of what you can add in nutritionally first supplementation next. And then if you want to get into pharmaceuticals, that's the third thing. Mm-hmm. But they, that's the thing. They're like, nutritionally, add this into your diet. You should be good to go with this. Or take this out of your diet. You should be go, good to go with this. That makes things so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you say pharmaceuticals, you don't necessarily mean hopping, hopping on a needle or something. Like they, they give you like over-the-counter type medicines or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, I guess. So then my question to you guys, again, going back to the fat, I... I like going low fat because I feel like I can get more volume of food. I get, <laughs> hold on, stay there. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Change the camera. Oh, I mean, how can you, it's tough because when you see the caloric, uh, I guess the number right next to a gram of fat, you know, being nine versus four on a carb, I mean, I, I track calories. I, I understand protein is going to come first for me. When you account how how expensive fat is on a diet, I mean, how can I stay in a deficit and still remain full? Can you get in 70 grams of fat without, like, sacrificing your carbs? Um, yeah. 70. Yeah, I can get 70. But, but I mean, that, that's, the, that's a legitimate question I have for you right now. Can you at least get in 70 grams of fat each day while still not sacrificing your carbs too much? Yeah. Yeah, I can. And you're good. 
<laughs> like you don't, don't need a hundred. You don't need uh-huh. 120. You don't need 130. Like for you, a man your size, if you can get in 70 grams of fat per mm-hmm. day, my guarantee, like I can, I can probably guarantee you're going to feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like you will always feel pretty good. You know, um, if you can do that, you're going to be fine. Okay. And then obviously like get in a good amount of protein, um, getting some red meat, ideally. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right. And Piedmontese, we have mm-hmm. cuts that are lower fat, but meet that 70 minimum for yourself. And then with your carbohydrates, get in vol- voluminous carbohydrates or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. Yeah. But just at least get that minimum fat in for your size. Because once you start trying to only eat 50, 60, for a guy that's lifting like you, that's working out, like you will suffer. Mm-hmm. You will suffer. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, because like the, again, like my lab work didn't show anything abnormal yeah. in, you know, that department. But I just, I know the way I feel and yeah. I should feel more energetic. And I should be on top of my game. I know a lot of guys who say like, oh, I would love to do some steroids. I would love to do some testosterone, mm-hmm. but my wife won't let me. <laughs> and i always think that's super cute i'm like how the fuck how, how the fuck did you get yourself involved in that mess anyway that's another topic for another day like she can't be that good in bed yeah right i mean come on you must have gotten a better blowjob somewhere, somewhere. at some point i mean come on let's just be honest and right? she would be down for steroids yeah she would take them with you she would inject them into your butt for oh you my like, God. that's what i'm talking about anyway <laughs> we got we got we got sidetracked again here. that's that's what happens Nah, it's fine it's fine yeah anyway what i was gonna say is a lot of times it is a discussion that you have to you know you don't want to be you don't want to hide shit from your spouse mm-hmm. you know male or female you don't be hiding shit um you wouldn't feel great if you found out that your wife or girlfriend has been smoking pot for 30 years and they never told you about it mm-hmm. you just it, you wouldn't care probably like oh, i wouldn't care but like you would just be like that's odd like mm-hmm. why didn't i just would have been nice to know like mm-hmm. why you hiding it from me makes it more weird right so i know a lot of people have had this kind of hurdle and when you take into consideration that you have doctors and pharmacists and you're getting stuff from that's pharmaceutical grade you're not getting some shit from some bro that he made in his bathtub yeah you know you're and you're also getting it in accordance to having uh you're getting your blood work and seeing that you could make your hormones more optimal with an intervention of some pharmaceuticals or from some uh, from some hormones. So I think this would be an easier way to get your lady on board with uh, you potentially going that route someday. So yeah, it's it's way better than being like, nah, babe, like for sure this is the right amount. You don't understand the guy at the gym is huge. He's gigantic. <laughs> yeah. This is the same protocol yeah, as in SEMA. It's gonna be fine. And <laughs> 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 SEMA's gonna take care of everything that I'm on. I promise he's not gonna steer me wrong. He's got so much experience. I hate you. <laughs> I love you, but I'm, I'm I hate just, you from the bottom of my talking heart. about the fat in take that's yes, all i'm talking correct. about that is it promise wink wink oh god <laughs> but hey you know there have been a lot of stories like you know 50 year old dudes you know sometimes their test is low they they, they get on some hrt stuff and bam they're back mm-hmm. right in more ways than one so you know sometimes your your wife probably might want you to definitely do this mm-hmm. what do you I mean think, what do you mean by that they're back bam. what are you talking about bam with the fist in the air well what, the whitmers talked about it 
right when we had the Whitmers on the podcast he was like hey, yeah like some of these guys get on and their wife just like loves it and yeah. she wants them to stay on you know like yeah because <laughs> well, and, and they started to go a little bit too into it right yeah, <laughs> yeah. well it brings up another another topic of like why women should also get their levels checked and everything because oh, like what yeah. Carl Lenore said he like if you're gonna get on like HRT or something you might want to go on as a couple because you're gonna have one you know guy that's just like hey let's let's go like all day long and then the you know lady might not be like like whoa I like slow down like you yeah know. i always thought those viagra commercials were bullshit where they show the uh-huh. woman's real happy too i'm like i don't know about that i yeah. think they'd just be like get away <laughs> 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 they'd be running the other way every time they see you pitching a tent you know <laughs> Hey, that's, that's real so shit, though, man. That's real stuff, right? The there. commercial shows them all happy. I think there's like that one where, like, in the, they're in like a bathtub. Yeah. What the? Okay. What? What's the deal with the bathtub? Like next that's to like a fucking lake or something? Yeah, I don't know this weird. one. It's just out in the middle of nowhere. There's just a bathtub and two old people just kind of hanging out in there. Wait. The, be- the best ad is when the guy is uh, Santa Claus. You remember that one? No. No. The guys. I wish I could pull it up. The guys in a. Down. Oh, the internet's down. Yeah. Oh, fucking the guys bullshit. in a. The guys. It's like. It's like a. It, I mean, I don't even know if they would run something like this nowadays. Was it a dick in a box? No, but (laughs) it it, it was clearly like a work party. And the guy's Uh dress is like Uh Santa. And it's like a Viagra Salas commercial. And all the ladies are like lined up and they're super happy and super pumped. They're like like dancing. They're all waiting to sit on his lap. (laughs) You remember that commercial? I I don't remember, but I saw where you were going when the ad like sat out. Oh my God. Wow. No, that commercial, (laughs) they would get canceled. amazing. Viagra would get canceled nowadays for that commercial. Can we recreate that commercial for like... I don't know, steak shake or something. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh my god, so many things wouldn't work. You guys remember the Carl's Jr. ads back oh, in like yeah. mid two thousands, where the girls were like eating and they were <laughs> oh, making yeah, out yeah. with each other. Those are so good. As as a, as a kid, I loved those commercials. Oh, great, but those wouldn't those wouldn't air now. Yeah, and just keeps like landing all over their tits. tits. And everything. Like, oh <laughs> my <laughs> god, <laughs> like the barbecue sauce. Yeah, that was good stuff. It was, I loved Carl's Jr. because of that. I still think Carl's Jr. If, if talking about trash fast food from McDonald's, you know, Wendy's, Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. is the best. And it's probably oh, because of those ads. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jack in the Box? Better. Carl's Jr. Well, Carl's is better. Jr. is better than Jack in the Box. Dude, be, you are because of, I'm telling you, the, the, the we ads got me your labs with the, again because I think something's wrong. The ads got me. <laughs> those Carl's Jr. ads work really good. They were great. Jack in the Box has funny shit, though, too. Dude, you can go get a hamburger... A chicken sandwich, a taco, a fucking egg roll, and a cheese uh, <laughs> a cheesecake if you want, on top of like coffee and all kinds of other shit. All right. In a future episode, we need to get all these foods out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> we need to eat all these things like, on air. <laughs> yeah. Our favorite idea. cereal, you know? Ooh. Pizza. Like, we need to eat some uh, some of our favorite cereal, but then share our favorite cereal with each other, and then get a bunch of fucking fast food, and uh-huh. get Chinese food. We need to get oh, that off the table. Yes. We've been talking about that so much. Not all in one show. Not all in one show. Yeah, because yeah, we have to spread it out for we'll multiple shows. have a fucking shows. blowout. Well, I was telling Jesse Burdick how I used to eat back in the day, yeah. and he's just like, you guys need to do something where you all three of you eat the way you used to back in the day. Oh. So like we'd have to eat whatever like Encima's mom makes, you know, like whatever 
whatever exotic Nigerian food you can think of, we'd have to eat that. And then you'd have to eat like me where you'd have like Kit Kats and coffee for breakfast. And then we'd have to try to eat like mm. bench bagels like Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we can't go to the healthy things. I need to like go. We need to go back to the times where we were eating the most unhealthy. I feel like that's well, the yeah, most fun. Cause Kit Kats my mom and coffee well. for breakfast. Yeah. That's not good. But I don't want to, I don't want to bring the healthy food my mom made. I want to bring some granola bars, some cereal. Mm. Right. And, uh, um, just whatever else I can rem- remember that I was just bad, you know? And then we need to tell people you shouldn't do this, but we're just doing this but as we're an example. Do it, yeah. We're doing it to show you what not do to do. Do as we say, not as we as do. As we enjoy the fuck out of it on air. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down too, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Let's do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys would absolutely hate to try to eat the way I did back in the day. Kit Kats and what? So uh, this is a secret, but yeah, Kit Kat and coffee. So you break off a piece of Kit Kat drop it in your coffee so it oh, tastes like wow. chocolate on top of putting the chocolate creamer inside of it with whatever the fuck else sugar i wanted i would fall asleep so quick bro i think so too no you'd oh be my god hot cocoa. Yeah. yeah it's so good but then because this is at a.m p.m so when everyone else was eating breakfast i was like halfway through my work day already uh-huh. so i would go in and get like the three hot dogs for three bucks and that's what i would eat like kind of for breakfast hour Wow. And then fast forward a couple hours down the road and I would get like a grilled cheese sandwich at Jack in the Box with fries, no meat, just eat that. Mm. that well, you have transformed. Oh, I know. You are a oh, different human. Different. But I'm saying like we would probably die if we ate that just for one day. Nah, you'd be fine. Probably. Take us on out of here, Andrew. I will. Thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode. Sorry to everyone that was on. Oh, in and a out. rim job. Damn. Wow, dude. That Straight rim job. <laughs> Sorry about the uh, the live feed dying on us. But uh, anyway, again, thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode. Um, please make sure you guys hit the links down in the description below. Merrick Health dot com slash power project promo code power project at checkout to save a ton of money on the most comprehensive panel that you guys can get again something that we customized uh, amongst ourselves amongst our smartest friends and again amongst uh, merrick health themselves again you guys know derek more plates more dates he's vetted all these people so you know it's legit uh, again merrickhealth.com slash power project Promo code Power Project for $101 off, making the whole panel $399 with uh, a one-on-one with a doctor and a written report. I know some people that they may not be comfortable talking about some of this stuff with somebody. Um, it does come with a written report that you can uh, decipher everything on your own if you choose to do so. Uh, please make sure you're following the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project. On Instagram at MB Power Project, on TikTok and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z. And Seema, where are you at? I didn't see my ending on Instagram and YouTube. I didn't see my yin yang on TikTok and Twitter, Mark. At Mark Smelly Bell. Strength is never weakness, weakness never strength. Catch you guys later.